Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success. When you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline, you will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Today we're going to be talking about how to master the bookends of your day with Jose. So during today's talk, when we're going to talk about mastering the bookends of your day Jose, with, with Jose, in today's episode, we will be discussing what Jose was, how implementing an effective morning and evening routine has changed their lives. There is tremendous power in mastering the bookends of your day, and Jose will share the system he has in place with some of the most important parts of starting and ending your day. Jose, thank you so much for being here today. Well, I am grateful to be here and, uh, of course, honored to be on your stage uh, once again. So thank you so much, JR. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, I'm always going to invite you to my stage every chance I get. So uh, I think you're doing big things, making an impact. So the more I can link arms with you, the better than, that we're able to help more people grow. Uh, before we dive into your topic of mastering the bookings of your day, why don't you give a good overview and tell the audience about your story? And now keep in mind, we're talking to small business owners. We're on more than 450 show, uh, platforms worldwide right now, and this is live. So give us the breakdown of who is Jose Escobar. Well, no pressure. There's a lot of <laughs> there, but um, so Jose Escobar is uh, first and foremost a man of faith, uh, very much a uh, man of God. And I, I try to make sure that everything I do in life is seen through the lens of my spiritual uh, life and my faith, right? So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is I'm a family man. So happily married to my wife, Katie. I have five uh, wonderful children, 15-year-old boy, all the way down to a seven-month-old boy, and then three girls in between. And uh, been um, I was in the financial world for many years. I was a branch manager for a couple different banks. I was uh, also in the uh, life insurance business for about 10 years, selling equity index universal life. I eventually uh, decided to expand that, and I went into property and casualty and health. I went to uh, Liberty Mutual and State Farm, and I uh, had a nice little run there. And that was like 15 years. Everything I just said was about 15 to 18 years of my life, always in a suit, nine to five, four walls. And I knew very quickly, well, maybe not that quickly, but 18 years, I realized, you know what? Um, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I have a desire to be my own boss, to make a bigger impact and to get really paid what I'm worth and to, to create my own dent in the world, right? So I started uh, looking at some other things. I said, what else am I passionate about? So I was passionate about martial arts, you know, been involved in that space for many years. Um, and then I started working for a company called EFC, Educational Funding Company, uh, started as a coach, consulting martial arts school owners on how to scale their businesses. And I had a portfolio of about 150 or so martial arts school owners and I helped them grow their bottom line. And eventually I got promoted to sales director for the US territory. And I love that. I was traveling the country all the time on my company's dime. I was uh, coaching, sell selling, networking, and of course, being in the industry I love. And I got to meet all kinds of celebrity keynote speakers because I was part of uh, booking our, our speakers for our martial arts summits. And that all came to, uh, to an end January 1st, as I just recently, this, this year, I walked away from my career that I love so much and um, I'm gonna miss it, but now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I have two companies, the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf, which is a digital programs company. I have courses and programs there. 
the morning evening routine mastery program is my flagship product, best-selling product. I'm an author, so I have uh, Winning the Day, an entrepreneur's guide to morning and evening routine, best-selling book. I'm also an international bestseller. I've co-authored seven other books, and uh, that's one leg of the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. The other leg is my speaking space. I'm always speaking three to four times a month. John Maxwell certified coach, speaker, and trainer. And then I'm also a, um, a coach. So like I said, coach, speaker, and author, that's all under the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. I also have another company called the Connected Leaders Academy. It's a membership uh, mastermind subscription-based model. I've expanded uh, in about 13 months now, 240 members in 11 international countries and 36 states across the U.S. That business has the uh, event side. I put my own events on as well. And then I also have my merchandise, uh, branded merchandise line of like t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, journals, you name it. Um, and that's kind of what's going on there. So entrepreneur, family man, man of God, and of course, uh, martial artist and uh, try and stay in shape along the way. That's amazing. And uh, I, I I never knew you were the insurance space. I don't know why. So I, I, I thought you were doing the the coaching with the, the martial arts. I forget the name of it, the EFT stuff for, yeah. for a long time, but I didn't know that you were on the insurance side. So that definitely learned something new uh, every day, every time we learn something. So um, why don't we go back into really, before we dive into your systems and the processes for mastering your day and, and talking about the back end, what led you to, uh, from your own personal journey, to want to be able to help people on knowing how to master the day? Well, it starts with uh, yourself, right? I knew that I wasn't maximizing life. I knew that I was pretty average Joe, in this case, average Jose. And I said, uh, I got to level up my life. I got to tap into the seeds of greatness that are within all of us, right? And, and I have it too. And I said, you know what? I'm just living a very average, mediocre life. And some people, they, they're okay with that. Not me. You know, I said, I, I, there's, I need more for my family. I need more for my life. I need to be honorable to God, the gifts that he gave me and the talents that I have, I got to utilize those and make a bigger impact in the world. And I decided to, to start implementing a lot of what I've learned for uh, two decades of, you know, morning routine, evening routine. It was always a space and, and stuff that I really enjoyed, right? Uh, I learned from people like Robin Sharma, you know, Hal Elrod, Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, a lot of the greats that are in that space. And I said, well, it's time for me to start implementing a lot of what I've been learning because information without implementation is just head knowledge. It doesn't really move the needle. And I started applying what I learned in my life in 2019. I completely changed my life in 2019, just implementing what I call the bookends of your day, the morning routine and the evening routine to create maximum productivity. And when I changed my life across the board, literally in all 10 life domains, all of a sudden I said, the light bulb went off and I said, I got to help other people do the same thing. And that's where it all started. Yeah. So how important is it for someone to manage their day and you know, and pretty much owning it? It's critical. It, it's everything, actually, if you ask me, because how you start your day dominoes into the rest of your day. Right. Mm -hmm. if the first thing that happens in my day, I hit the snooze button. I, I took an L already. I, I literally started my day with an L with a loss, you know, and, and life is about winning. Life is about positioning yourself for the next level. Life is about constant improvement. Life is about high-level discipline and putting yourself in, in position of discomfort intentionally in order to be better. And, uh, and we all know that once, if, if you're comfortable and you feel complacent and you're plateauing, then you're automatically going to start to decline, right? And anything, John Maxwell says it all the time, anything worthwhile is uphill all the way. So it's critical that you have some level of success habits stapled into how you start your day, 
and how you end your day because they are interconnected. And that's the, that's the power of that. So you said in 2019, you started implementing this and this changed your life. And how, how did it change your life and impact you by implementing these different steps? And, and I don't want to go in too much about your formula right now until after we come back from our first break. But if we can take like this next uh, few minutes, four to five minutes, just really dive in to like where you were at before you started tackling your day and, and uh, really building routines and habits. And then what, how's, how implementing certain habits had definitely changed your life. Yeah, so um, I was just waking up at whatever time, you know, this is 2018. And before, you know, before that, I was just waking up at whatever time I felt was was important to wake up. Sometimes it was a matter of need, or I get fired if I don't show up on time, right, those types of things. And, uh, and that's very easy to just fall into this, uh, this vicious cycle of routine. And routine can be a good thing. And it can also be a really bad thing. You know, so there's such things as success routines and there's, uh, you know, complacency routines, right? The things that we just do over and over again, day in, day out, and don't even realize it. And then all of a sudden, 10 years later, you're like, my life is in the same spot because routine can be a, a, not a negative thing too. So for me, it was a matter of realizing that I needed to implement success habits, things like reading, things like journaling, you know, working out fitness, the mental, the physical stimulation. There's a direct link between mind-body connection, right? And just like you flex your mental muscles and your physical muscles, uh, you got to do you got to do these things. The intellect matters, right? The mind matters. So when you're when you're really uh, working out first thing in the morning and you're stimulating your mind with you know uh, journaling and reading and, and different things like that, that's when you fire on all cylinders. So I was implementing these types of things: reading, affirmations, visualization, commonplacing. Um, uh, breath work, meditation, prayer, you know, the spiritual side is, is very important as well. So a lot of these things is what I started to do. And it's amazing how when you start your day with the positive verbiage, right, with affirmations, you're rewiring your brain into who you are versus who you want to be. I start my day with I am statements, right? I am a millionaire. I am debt free. I am impacting thousands of lives. I am a mentor to hundreds of thousands of people. You know, these are the things that you have to reframe your mind and how you think. And then, of course, at night, there's a whole list of other things that I do as well. And some of these things you do on both ends of the day. Like I read 20 minutes at night and I read 20 minutes in the morning, you know, and then I find time throughout my day to read as well. So I read about an hour a day. So these are just a couple of the things that I do to make sure that I'm firing on all cylinders, make sure I'm positioning myself to win. Because believe it or not, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. We've heard that many times. So I start my day with success. I start my day with victory. I start my day in a positive mindset. I start my day attacking the 10 life domains, my emotional state, my spiritual state, my physical state, right? All of these different components of, of our lives. And there's a great book by Michael Hyatt, it's called your best year ever. And it talks about the 10 life domains that we all need to focus on. And so many people only focus on two or three, maybe four and forget about all the rest. It's about being well-rounded. It's about really maximizing and hitting all the components that make us great. Yeah. So uh, kind, of, kind of similar with, 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 with you got through it through what I find with a lot of entrepreneurs is they're really good at being busy, but they're not being good at being productive and efficient inside of their business. So they fill their day with all this fluff. 
So they fill the day with like, hey, you know, I organized my emails or I, I sent out a couple of social media posts or I uh, organized some files or I, I did I worked on uh, my my funnel project, whatever it may be. You know, they're, they're constantly working through different things that are keeping them busy and they feel like that they're making progress inside of their business. Well, and reality is six, three months, six months, 12 months down the road, they're in the same place that they were at before because they never were doing the things that was moving the needle inside of their business or in their life or whatever it may be. And uh, but before before we're getting ready to go to break in about one minute, who are the type of people that your formula actually works good for? And then we'll come back and we'll start talking about it. Busy professionals and entrepreneurs, because busy professionals understand discipline. Mm. They understand the value of time. They understand the value of money. Right. Because I help people. It's a high ticket program. So it's, it's not necessarily for everyone, per se. But it's for people who understand the value of time and money and investing in yourself. And entrepreneurs, they get that, right? We live that all the yeah. time. We invest in ourselves all the time. We, we put time and energy where we see things that have value and, and we prioritize those things. So that's who it's for, busy professionals and entrepreneurs. Well, there you go, guys. So we're getting ready to go on our first break here in about a, a few seconds. But when we come back, we're going to start diving into a little bit about his formula and how you guys can start implementing into your guys' lives today to make an impact and difference to make a change. So that way you guys are being more productive, being more efficient inside of your business. So if you guys are a busy professional, if you guys are an entrepreneur and you want to know how to be more efficient, you're going to want to stay tuned and come back after this break. And now a word from our sponsors. Navigating the business world can be daunting. Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your success is our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show. Awesome. Jose Escobar, we are talking about why it was important for you to change your, your life and master your day. Now let's talk about the formula of why, why entrepreneurs and busy professionals need to start doing it. And then uh, kind of, I'll let you kind of start where you want to start, but I'd love to start diving into the formula and uh, how people can start making a change and a difference to being more productive and efficient in their day. Okay, so so first and foremost, if you're gonna have, you have to start somewhere. And yeah. there are so many people out there that I've interacted with that I've helped in, in terms of uh, helping them customize their own morning and evening routine. And what I have found, not only in my research from asking just in general, right? I'm always asking people, so what does your morning routine look like? What does your evening routine look like? Just for the sake of data, right? Just so I know generally who's doing it, who's not. And I find that 50% of the people that I talk to have a morning routine. And of the 50% that have one, they haven't updated it in forever, right? So it's kind of just something that they've been doing. Their lifestyle changes, their goals change, their availability of time changes yet their morning routine never adjusts. And I also realized that of the 50% that have a morning routine, 50% of those people don't have an evening routine. So they're kind of like starting their day effectively, but they're not ending their day in any particular way. And the, the reality is that they're interconnected because the best morning routine, as it's been said before many times, begins the night before. 
So in order for you to have a strong, effective morning routine, you got to go to bed early, right? You got to go to bed at a reasonable time because we all need the appropriate amount of sleep. And also you have to plan your schedule the night before. So in the morning, all you're doing is you're just kind of looking over what you already have planned versus trying to plan and taking your valuable time that you have for yourself for the morning. So I have a, a planner here uh, that has structured every single meeting in my day. So when I wake up in the morning, I just look at it and I say to myself, okay, what do I have to go do today? You know, I already know. So, so a couple of things. First of all, if you have a morning routine, awesome. Make sure you update it every 90 days. Every 90 days, you got to check the pulse. You got to see where am I? Has my, have my goals changed? Has my uh, time and uh, my time and energy changed in any capacity? Uh, where am I in terms of my, my current goals and, and, and what's working, what's not working? You have to tweak as you go. CCC, constant course correction. There is no such thing as you have a morning routine and it's going to last you five years. You got to constantly adjust it, constantly improve it, tweak it, challenge yourself. And if you don't have an evening routine, get one. And it's as simple as saying, I'm going to start by going to bed at X time. If you know you're going to wake up at 5 a.m., go to bed at 1030, right? Go to bed at uh, 11 o'clock at the latest. Have a, don't fall into this thing called bedtime procrastination. And bedtime procrastination is, you know, you have a morning routine, you got to wake up early, but you tend to go into YouTube videos and Netflix and binge, and you just find ways, maybe you scroll on social media for an hour before you go to bed, you're in your bed and you're scrolling for an additional 30 minutes. That's called bedtime procrastination. So just like you have the discipline to wake up on time, have the discipline to go to bed on time, right? And, and sometimes that means going back to the days when you were in middle school where you had a bedtime, Right. As adults, as professionals, as entrepreneurs, we need a bedtime because that is called discipline. And that's called creating the success habits gonna, that's going to yield maximum productivity in your day. Because what you said it earlier, JR, many of us are busy. Very few are productive. And there's a gap between good and great. There is a gap between being busy and being productive. There is a gap between doing things and getting results. And a lot of that has to do with how you start your day and how you end your day. So my formula is very simple. First of all, you got to know all the moving parts of morning and evening routine, which is what I teach in my program. I talk about things like exercise, like nutrition, like meditation, breath work, right? Breath work is important. I talk about things like prayer, reading the Bible, meditation, visualization, affirmations, reflection of your current day evaluating your prior day, reading, journaling, you know, a system of checking email. Believe it or not, that's something that, you know, most people don't even think about, but there's so much wasted time on checking email and so much in inefficiency in checking email, right? I don't open an email unless I'm going to address that email on the spot. You know, that's just a little secret hack. I don't open an email unless I'm going to address it on the spot. And there's times of the day to do that. And it's not during your morning routine and evening routine, unless it's five minutes or less. Personal project time. We're all trying to develop new uh, high income skills. We are going to get paid in direct proportion to the amount of value that we give to the marketplace. So if you are not leveling up your skill sets, 
you are going to stay in the same place a year, five years, 10 years from now. Personal project time is something that I implement in my systems. When I start my day in the morning, I have 20 minutes of personal project time. That could be me putting together my next book. It could be me uh, working on um, some kind of a new course or a program. It could be me creating a, a, an updated spreadsheet for my email newsletter, whatever that might be, personal project time. Focus on developing high income skills and you stack them over time. And that's how you create massive income, exponential growth. There's other things I talk about, like planning your schedule for the next day. When do you do it? How do you do it? I already said affirmations, budgeting your finances. This is overlooked all the time. We have to look at our money every single night in our evening routine. Where's your money going? Where did I spend recklessly? What do my bills look like? What does my budget look like? Um, and then I talk about commonplacing. Commonplacing is a lost art these days. They call it the commonplace book back in uh, meditations. You know, Marcus Aurelius and the, and the Romans back in the day, uh, people like uh, some of the greatest people out there are commonplacers. Um, some of the most wealthiest people are commonplacers. People like uh, Warren Buffett, like Bill Gates, uh, Jeff Bezos, like all of these people commonplace. And what is commonplacing in a nutshell? It is storing valuable information now, today, for future use. And you can do it in a journal, you can do it in a, 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 a three by five index card filing system, which is what I do. It could be quotes, poems, uh, statistics, research, uh, some kind of a, a, you know, a statement. It could be uh, anything that you're going to store. And that's how people prepare for speeches, how they prepare for talks on stages, how they prepare for podcasts, how they prepare for a lecture that they're going to give their son on the way to school. Like I do in my morning, sometimes I give my son a talk and I say, what am I going to talk to him about today? And I might think about leadership. So then I go to my filing cabinet and I say, what do I have on leadership? And I can pull quotes and poems and statistics and ideas and articles and you name it. So that is the power of commonplacing. So that is what I would say initially is understand all the moving parts of morning routine and evening routine. What is it? Why is it important? And how do I do it? And as you start to research that on your own, or you take my program and I'll teach you and hold you accountable every step of the way, then you have a framework, right? You have a checklist. You have a checklist in the morning of every single thing you do in the morning and how long it takes and you're checking it off every single day. Same thing for the evening. I have my own proprietary document that I use. You can create your own. You don't have to use mine, but you have mm -hmm. to have a system. It's all about having systems in place or you're just gonna be you know, shooting aimlessly. Yeah, there's a couple of things I, that kind of uh, came to my mind as you're doing it. I'm like, man, I'm thinking about my kids in bedtime. Like, like yeah, I, I mean, I got three little ones. I have a six-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old, and uh, one on the way. So I'm not, I'm not up to where you're at yet, but I'll get there. <laughs> Hopefully not. But uh, anyways, so when, when I'm thinking about the – you're talking about having a morning and evening routine. I never really thought about having an evening routine for me. I And I am – what did you call it? The – you know, the free word you use, the the bedtime procrastination. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely falling to that category. <laughs> so like the end of the day, I just want to like let loose and kids are in bed and I'm just going to needlessly just scroll through and social media, read whatever articles, check whatever emails. And I'm the worst at emails. So if anyone wants to get a hold of me, never send me an email because it won't get read. But uh, yep. but anyways, so, so when it comes to that, I, I don't know why like we as adults, think that it's okay that we can do this for our kids you know we, we work so hard to give them 
a morning routine. You know, get get our kids like for us. We get our kids up in the morning. I I'm making their their school lunches. My wife is feeding them. I get them out the door, and you, we're doing our you know a little prayer before we we get out the door and talking to them about the their school test or while we're driving to school and then coming home and then we're they they come home. We do you know playtime, dinner time, bedtime, and with bedtime it includes like reading a book, brushing your teeth, changing your clothes, and then getting and doing your bedtime prayers, and that's every night. And it's having that discipline. The folks are doing it, but we don't implement that for ourselves. And so you know, to me, I'm like, man, you know, it's, it's all the answers are right there. We just don't really do it. But then you also hit on discipline. And discipline is like one of those big words that majority of us entrepreneurs, we talk about busy professionals, we talk about entrepreneurs that most of us lack. And it's uh, and it's kind of sad that we don't have the discipline to to take care of ourselves We'll do it for everyone else, but for ourselves is what we what we lack. And you definitely hit home for me when it comes to that bedtime procrastination. I'm like, man, yeah, that's me. I don't really have a set bedtime. It's like, okay, I'm trying to do that and get to bed and, and do what I got to do to make sure I'm prepared for the next day. So how common are you seeing these same things with the people that you're working with every day? It's so common. It's uh, It's extremely common. It's actually almost everybody, you know, because a lot of people say, I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl right? Well, no, that's not true. That's not entirely true. You kind of uh, resonate with being a night person. You uh, associate yourself by doing that because you enjoy that. That's your you time. That's kind of like, you know, it's been a long day kind of a thing. Let me pop open a beer. Let me put my feet up. Let me watch a, a football game or, you know, some pro wrestling, whatever it is that you enjoy, you know, watching at, at night. And, um, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having an occasional put your feet up and loaf around. The, the thing is, is that that's what white space is for in your calendar, right? So my calendar always has white space. I have blocks of time in my day, three blocks of 30 minutes a piece in my day. That's called white space. And I do whatever the heck I want to do with that time. And sometimes I might combine two blocks into an hour. Like if I'm feeling extra tired, I'll go take a power nap. You know, uh, I don't have a boss, you know, I'm the boss. So you can look in a mirror and say, hey, boss, do you want to get a race today? Do you want to do some extra work or do you want to roll over instead of rolling out? Like, what do you want to do? Right. So I create white space so I can have a cigar. I can go for a walk. I can read a magazine. I can sit down and read a book. I can go for a, go play with my kids, whatever I want to do. So that's what that's for. If I want to scroll on social media for an hour, I'll do it during my white space. But at night, it is important that there is a cutoff time. We have to have a cutoff time because that is, again, how you do anything is how you do everything. So mm. if you have the discipline to wake up on time, you have to have the discipline to go to bed on time. And our, our kids, you know, they watch us. They watch everything. And sometimes they don't even realize they're paying attention. They're like sponges. And I, I, know, I hold myself to a high standard of my actions speak so loudly, they hear not what I say. They, they, they hear what, and they watch what I do, not what I say. So mm. if I'm going to say, Hey, I'm going to go to bed at a certain time because I'm an entrepreneur and because I want to be the best I can possibly be and serve my clients and, and my community the best way possible. I have to have the energy. I have to have the appropriate sleep. I have to be someone of discipline that leads by front, right? It's called leadership. Leadership is directly tied to discipline. And discipline is doing what you know you need to do when you need to do it, whether you feel like it or not, mm -hmm. especially after that feeling of I want to do this is gone, which happens very quickly for many of us. Right. So that is the power. I, I truly 
seek opportunities in my day for my children to catch me in an act of excellence. And a lot of times that means there's been many times where my, my son has woken up. He's 15 now, but he'll wake up and he'll cross over and it's four o'clock and he's waking up to use the restroom to go back to sleep. Right. And what do you think he sees? My life in my office. And many times he's crossed me and he sees me with my Bible open praying. He doesn't say a word, but that sinks in. Hmm. And that's leadership and that's discipline. And it's not just in any category. It's in all categories. And that's what it's all about. And that's what morning routine and evening routine gives you. It actually gives you the staples and the foundation of discipline. And that bleeds into every other area of your life. I love that. We're getting ready to go on break um, right now. But when we come back, I want to talk about some of the biggest obstacles that people are facing and what you're doing to help them overcome those obstacles. So let's, uh, let's stay tuned and we'll come back here shortly. And now a word from our sponsors. Stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? Let J.R. Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build the quality quality of product your clients deserve. And now back to the show. Jose Escobar teaching us how to master our day, the way that we do start the day is the way that we end our day and really coming up with those different habits and things that we need to do to make it sure that we have the discipline, but I love the part that you talk about with leadership and modeling for our family and for our kids. What I really want to dive into is some of the biggest obstacles that you are finding a lot of your clients or people that you're facing are seeing that they're struggling with on a daily basis when it comes to creating this routine. Cause it's not easy it's like to, to be able to start something from fresh. It's like taking someone that was, uh, I was using my dad as an example. My dad started smoking when he was like eight or 10 years old. And uh, now he hasn't smoked for, I think probably five years right now. And he's a uh, 60, I forget. I mean, I hope he's not listening to this, but 60 something years old. <laughs> so in his early sixties, but anyways, when he started that time, you know, he couldn't just quit cold Turkey. You know, you have to gradually do it. And you can't just say, hey, you know, I'm going to quit because all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. And you got to put in the right steps. You got to put in the right accountability. You got to put in the right, you know, different things to help set you up for success. And that's kind of like setting up a routine like this as well. You know, for someone that has just been flying by the seat of their pants every day and doing whatever they wanted, waking up where they want, go to bed whenever they want, and just not having any type of routine, it's not going to be easy to do. But I can definitely attest that if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a busy professional, the one thing that's that's keeping you from success, now there's many different reasons, but one thing that's keeping you from success is learning how to manage your schedule, manage your time. Because when you can manage your day and manage your time, I can tell you, you're going to be way more productive and efficient, and you're going to get you're going to grow your business that much faster. So what are the, some, some big obstacles that you're seeing as a trend and what can people do to help overcome them? Yeah. So um, I wrote down the word obstacles, so I don't lose it because I want to say something really quick to what you just said in terms of um, the, uh, what was this word you just used? Uh, oh my gosh, I lost it. Uh, anyway, Habits, routine. No, you said something um, that, um, that stuck out, but I'll, I'll circle back. So what are some obstacles that people face now? So in terms of uh, creating and implementing a morning and evening routine, right? It's the, one of the biggest things is they try to do too much too soon. Hmm. 
And when we've all been down that road that where you, where you bit off more than you can chew and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, here I go again, throwing in the towel. Here I go in, go again, starting something that I don't finish. And I realized that in order for you to create more discipline in your life, you have to flex the discipline muscle. It's a muscle just like the mindset muscle, the intellect, just like your physical biceps, the 24 inch pythons that I have here, uh, just kidding. Um, maybe they're uh, 16 and a half. I don't know. <laughs> I don't quite have those Hulkster uh, biceps, right? But, um, you know, we have to gain more discipline by practicing more discipline. If you want to develop the virtue of patience, put yourself in situations where you're going to have to flex the muscle of patience, right? So if you want to flex the muscle of discomfort, put yourself in situations that require you to be disciplined. And that is going to help you gain more discipline. So the way I look at it is this. If somebody wants to wake up at 5 a.m. and they normally wake up at 9 a.m., I always say don't set a goal of starting tomorrow, I'm going to start waking up at 5 a.m. No, because the, the greatest predictor of future behavior is past behavior. And you got to ask yourself, how many times have I gone on the deep end to do something extreme and actually saw it through? Most people don't see things through on that extreme level. So Jim Quick talks about it in his book, uh, your, uh, sorry, uh, Limitless. He talks about triple S, small, simple steps. Small, simple steps. Atomic Habits, James Clear, he talks about it as well. The importance of doing incremental change, right? Little by little, little by little. Don't look at this extreme high-level shift. Look at maybe pulling back 15 minutes earlier. So instead of waking up at 9 a.m., maybe do 8.30 or 8.45. And then a week later, another 15 minutes. And you do that for two weeks. And then you grow to eventually 8 o'clock. And you do this over time. It's a process. And you stick to that level of discipline. Uh, James Clear talks about if you want to get in the habit of flossing all of your teeth and, and, you're, and you don't floss your teeth, then what does that mean? That means do one at a time. Every single night, just get into the habit of physically grabbing the floss and doing one tooth. And then put it away and forget about it. Even if you have if the desire to do more, just do one tooth. And then over a week or so, then you add just a top four and you leave it. And then eventually you do the top row and you leave it. After a month, you start doing the top row and a few teeth on the bottom. And before you know it, this simple habit of adding an extra step to your evening starts to grow. And before you know it, you're flossing all of your teeth. And it's now created this level called automaticity. So I've achieved automaticity in my morning and evening routine because I don't think about it. I don't negotiate in my mind. Do I need to wake up? Do I feel like waking up? No, it's not about how you feel because feelings come and go. It's about doing what you need to do because you said you were going to do it. And nothing changes until something changes. So if I want to create real change, real growth in my life, I have to start doing what I say I'm going to do. I have to start truly meaning what I say and being accountable to what I say. And if I am not, don't open your mouth. 
that's what I had to tell myself. Don't open your mouth about something if you're not going to do it. And it's a, it's a work in progress. But I would say incremental change is the biggest thing because the number one obstacle is people try to do too much too soon and then they fail and they fall flat on their face and then they fall back into alignment with how they see themselves. And you will never outperform how you see yourself. You're never gonna make more money than your self-image allows. You're never gonna behave out of alignment with your views of you. And if you see yourself as somebody who doesn't follow through, you see yourself as somebody who lacks discipline, if you go all in on something and you go too hard too soon and you fall back to that same place, that is gonna be a vicious cycle that is almost impossible to break. Hmm. All right, so making uh, small incremental steps to help you guys break habits. Now, what? how long does it usually take for someone on average now, I know it's probably different, but from your experience, how long does it usually take for someone to really implement and allow a habit to actually stick? 66 days. Oh, that's average. a random number. <laughs> it's a random number that is proven through statistical research. Um, and you can find that data in this book. You can find that data in Jim Quick's Limitless. Uh, I think it was School of London research that was done. They said they realized that on average, it takes a person 66 days to create a new habit, right? And on the low end, 21 days, that's the old research. The old data says 21 days to create a habit. That was done on rats and that was has not been uh, proven over time. It was just something that they did at the time. But real data shows that most recent data shows that on average, it takes 66 days. Now, if it's a really strong habit you're trying to implement that takes a lot of willpower, then it could take up to 100 something days, I think 157 or something like that days, right? To, to do something tougher, like waking up at 5 a.m., for example, right? Or taking cold showers, it might take longer, but on average, 66 days. And it's not about breaking habits. I, by the way, I love Dr. Phil. It's not about breaking habits, because he says, Dr. Phil says, you don't break habits. You replace a negative behavior with a positive behavior. And if you do it long enough, it becomes a habit. So you don't break habits, you just replace behaviors. And that's what it's all about. So that's what I would say to that. All right, so we, we do need to get to our last break, but before we do, because I wanna come back and talk about like what you're gonna be speaking about at our event, how they can get connected with you and join your program and things like that. Um, what, what are the, just off the top of your head, do you know the stats of the success rate of, of an entrepreneur that when they create a winning your day type habits of morning and evening routine versus someone that doesn't have a routine. What is the success rate of those that have a routine and those that do not? So uh, the only stats that I could give you are the ones that I have proven, the ones that I've been through, right? And, and I've helped uh, countless people, well, not countless, uh, over 100 people, right? In terms of going through the program, going through a, 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 a very stringent eight-week Let's go through this process step-by-step. Step. I'm gonna hold you accountable. I'm gonna give you the tools. I'm gonna to equip you. I'm gonna educate you. And you're gonna have a, a community that could kind of will help you go through that process too, where you can kind of pick, you know, pick each other's brains and, and motivate and inspire each other. Of that, I would say we have about an 80% success rate. If wow. you have accountability to go with it, if you have a coach that's going to equip you and educate you and hold you accountable to see it through, if you do it on your own, those those numbers are way lower it doesn't mean you can't do it it just means the biggest thing that anybody would pay a coach for is results yeah accountability, accountability is the next highest one 
accountability is everything when it comes to success. I mean, we all need someone to push us to hold us accountable because, you know, do what doing the things we can always say, oh, I'm not going to eat that cookie when it's right there. But yet we took one little bite of cookie and therefore did we really tell our coach or whatever. So really important. Very cool. All right. We're going to go back to We're going to go to our last break right here. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about you, how they can get connected with you and the next steps. All right. So stay tuned. We'll come back shortly. And now, a word from our sponsors. Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact? Discover your roadmap in J.R. Spears' book, The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire. Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching, presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities. Don't just survive, but thrive in your industry. Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today. Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show. Jose, I would love for you to take the next few minutes to uh, really talk about like why, well, first off, why you're speaking at our event and what people can expect. And then let's talk about how they can get connected with you and get part of your winning the day program. Yeah, so uh, I'm speaking at your event. Uh, first of all, I love your event. I was at the last one in D.C., uh, Virginia area. Phenomenal. I mean, you, you bring some heavy hitters, not only on the stage to present and deliver, and, and I'd say all of them over-deliver, uh, but it's also the, the types of people in the room. These are people that are looking to level up. These are people that are already doing big things in business. They're high performers. They're titans of industry. They're eager to learn, grow, and connect, and that's the kind of people I like to be around. So um, when you presented me with the opportunity and say, hey, uh, I would like you on the stage, I was like, I'm in. There's there's no doubt in my mind I want to be on your stage. So I thank you for that for that opportunity. I can't wait to, to deliver and really add value to people's lives. I'm going to be talking about this topic, and I'm going to give some people some tangible uh, takeaways on what they can do now, today, or at least then, uh, to start implementing some some really tangible steps to help them level up both personally and professionally because it's two orders right if your yeah. personal life is not where it needs to be it's going to affect your business and if your business is not where it needs to be it's going to affect your personal life so you got to make sure that both ors are going in the right direction and that's what it's all about so i'm looking to really over deliver on that yeah i mean one one thing that you said that i want people to really understand is that they're going to walk away with tangible items one thing i i go to a lot of events i don't know your experience but from from my experience when when you go to events and you see a lot of speakers i feel like i'm just left with a cliffhanger like saying okay well i guess i gotta buy their service i gotta buy their course i gotta buy this and the, the entire event is like a pitch fest on what they're doing and the only way to get access to learning things is you gotta buy their stuff and, yes. you know, I mean, even from like Funnel Hacking Live, I, I feel like I'm left that as well. And I love their events, but, you know, just kind of one of those things that you do it. But one thing that we're very intentional about from all the speakers in which you definitely deliver on is people are going to come there with like tangible items, tips, strategies that they can walk away with that day and implement to help grow their business. And for you, help them grow and, and win their day. So I uh, I just want to point that out because, you know, you're you're definitely amazing at doing that. You You have a heart to serve when an impact and it's not necessarily about always getting the sale because the money's always going to follow, but really just to make the impact. We only got about three and a half minutes left right now. And I want you to really talk about like what, how could someone join your winning the day and what can they expect from the, from your program? So it's very simple. If anybody's interested in, in learning more about the program, right there, there, I don't have a link where you go and you sign up. Uh, it's, it's really, let's have a strategy session, right? So book a call with me. Y yes. You can book it on my website. So if you go to my website, 
uh, to book a call with me, it's www.theentrepreneursbookshelf.com. The Entrepreneurs with an S, theentrepreneursbookshelf.com. And you can go in there and you can book a strategy session with me. And I would love to pour into you for an hour. So whether we do business together and it's a good fit for you or not, I assure you that one hour is going to level you up and give you tons of value to walk away with. Now, if it's a good fit and I realize, wow, I can help you tremendously. I already know I can help you and, it, and it's clear to you that I can help you. Then I will find a way to make it work for you. I, don't, I never want money to be a barrier to entry on, on impacting people's lives and changing their lives. So I will we'll find a way to make it work, assuming that it's a good fit and it makes sense. So also check out my website, uh, www.winningthedaybook.com. Winningthedaybook.com is the website for my book. Just add the word book at the end, winningthedaybook.com. You can purchase signed personalized copies there. And that's the book on my program, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Morning and Evening Routine Mastery. Tons of tangible takeaways and tips in there that can help you today, now. And then lastly, find me on social media. Um, Facebook is where I live. I have a LinkedIn, which is outdated. I need to update that. I have a, a Instagram, which I use here and there. Uh, you can find me there. My handle is the at symbol, J-A-S-C-O-25. So that's J-A-E-S-C-O-2-5. Um, and you can find me on Facebook, of course, with the same handle. That's where I'm at. That's where I pretty much interact most of the time. So again, I uh, look forward to connecting with all of you and anybody who's interested in connecting.